You're listening to the Party Girl Podcast with Chelsea Curtis, episode 112. So happy Valentine's Day, my friends. I know that last Friday was Valentine's Day, and I really was hoping to squeeze in an episode about my Valentine, who is my sweet, adorable, amazing husband, Nick. And it didn't happen. So (laughs) I hope you'll bear with me that today it's happening. And I hope that as you listen to this list of the 99 things I love about my husband, that you can appreciate that we've been together for 12 years. And so we've definitely had our ups and downs. And I can truly say that after going to therapy and really working on a relationship that I love him more today than I did when I married him. And I love him more and more every day. And I think as I continue to practice what I learned in therapy, which is gratitude and finding the good in my partner and finding you know, things I love about him that he's easier to love and anybody is easy to love. And I realize after doing all that work, how difficult I must be to love. And so in no particular order, I'm going to read my list. If you're not in a relationship or you're not married, I hope that this helps inspire you to find the person that you want to spend the rest of eternity with and that he makes you a better person. So again, in no particular order, here we go. So the number one thing that I have here is that he works hard. I have loved this since I met him when I was dating guys in college. I remember thinking, if you don't have a job, like I'm out. (laughs) Because I remember just thinking there are so many people who are going to school. They're taking, I don't know, 10 credits and not working and just feeling like, oh, yeah, this is super hard. And as somebody that grew up with their parents putting a lot of pressure on them to go to school and to work. I always have taken full credits and I've always worked full time. So that was something I really admired about him. So he works really hard. I think number two goes along hand in hand. Like he actually has a job. I know that this is maybe a little superficial, but I think as women, security is one of our biggest love languages. And so he not only has a job, but he's had the same job for 13 years And he's continued to work really, really hard, which is super rare in this day and age. It's rare to stay at the same company that long. And while he's like interviewed at other places and had other opportunities pop up, he's just grown in his role at Verizon Wireless Corporate. And so it's a really, really good job. And while like we had a lot of friends that were doing their own thing and working and maybe doing really well before the recession hit in 2008, 2009, um, like that was one thing that I was really grateful for was that that was not something that ever affected our family. Um, He's also an amazing father. He is literally more than I ever could have imagined as far as being hands-on with our kids and loving our kids and really wanting to teach them and to mentor them, which is something that I love about him so much. He's also a human jungle gym for our kids. Like, He has no problem wrestling with them and getting feisty. And even with little Sterling, he claims that the reason Sterling cries and like, and wants to be held by Nick Moore, which is true, by the way, like if I'm holding Sterling and Nick walks in from work, Sterling was like, dad, dad, like starts crying. And if he doesn't give him attention right when he gets home from work, he cries. And he says that it's because he roughhouses with our kids. That's why they love him so much. He also wants the best for our kids. I love this about him because he's willing to make the sacrifices and put his own desires or toys or big purchases to the side to benefit our kids. And 
not only that, like he helps me with the kids all the time. And he happens to be out of town this week for work. And I feel it so much more when he's gone that I'm like, man, he really does a ton, whether it's making dinner or, you know, changing diapers or putting the kids to bed. Like he does so much for the kids and for me and is super, super helpful. I have to add this one in. I think he's absolutely irresistible. He is so kind. He's so wonderful. And he just, he's such a good, like mild tempered kind of person. Like he just doesn't really get upset. He doesn't really get too heated about things. He's just happy to, I don't know, do the hard, the hard day and long day and then come home. And he's just happy to like sit on the couch or just cuddle or just help me with dinner, help me with the kids. Like he's not out chasing, um, other ideas or fantasies of happiness. He's like very contented. That's, that's probably what I'm trying to say. He's also willing to watch romantic movies with me. I love that when we go to watch a movie, he's not too picky. Of course he loves, you know, like a Marvel movie or a good Star Wars movie or to watch the the basketball game, but he has no problem watching a romantic movie. And I love that about him so much. He also loves to watch YouTube and he has no problem sending me funny little memes or YouTube commercials or, or things like that. And I really love that about him. It's like one of our little things. But one of the things I love about Nick is that he is not a whiner. He's not a complainer. He just is so easy and happy to go with the flow. And when things don't go according to plan, like he doesn't get angry. He's just like, what can we do now? And I feel like I'm that same way. I mean, I don't consider myself a complainer, but there are times where I may be like a little hormonal or I just have a long day with the kids and he comes home and I'm just like, man, I would give anything to be at work all day. Um, and he's not like that. He just, he just takes what is on his plate and he just deals with it. And I, I think that's really stoic and very chivalrous of him. Um, he's also a good leader. And I feel like because he's very level-headed, it makes him a good leader for the past four years. Actually, he was the young men's church leader for our church. And he did so well in that role because he loves all things camping and tying knots and building things and shooting things. And so he just, he does really well in that leadership role. And not just that, like he's continued to grow in his position at work and he's always number one in the region, always leading the pack. And so he just, he's really successful because of that. I also can trust his judgment. I don't ever think that he has motives. He is always looking out for me. He's always looking out for a family. And so I absolutely trust his judgment. And a lot of times it's because he includes me in his thought process. He includes me in the conversation. He doesn't ever do this like, I'm the man of the house. And as the man of the house, this is what is being decided. So I really love that about him, that he treats me like his equal and his partner, not as a subservient or someone that's lesser than. And I really have always loved that about him. Um, I also love that he does the right thing even when he doesn't want to or it's hard. And this can be in situations that are bigger, like, you know, family dynamics are hard or like I'm not super close with my parents and 
even though there's things like I don't want to do, he encourages me to just do the right thing and to not get emotional because it's the right thing to do. Like even little things, like if we got too much change back or if someone didn't charge us for something, you know, it's like a ton more work to go back into the store and make it right. But he always does that. And I I love that about him. And it makes me want to be a better person. He also tries everything he can to make me happy and to please me. And he asks me like, are you happy? Um, are there different things that you want or could be doing, or what are some goals you have? And I, I ask him this as well. I think it's a really important part of why we're happy. This is something we learned in therapy is a a relationship is like a bank account, an emotional bank account. And so when you put in deposits, when you say positive things, when you care about the other person's interests and their dreams and what truly makes them happy, you will be happier because you're in the attitude of making them and happy and serving them. And so it's important to put their needs first and to realize that when you do that, reciprocity is a natural reaction where if you're not a sociopath, you want to do the same for them. And so we try to do this for each other. And that's something that I think has helped us a ton in therapy. And I, I kind of want to stop here for a second and let you know that when we first got married, the first year of marriage was actually really, really hard for me. I can't speak for Nick, but I was really unhappy. And a lot of it was that we were both very selfish. We both were very independent. Before we got married, we both had our own jobs and had our own money and our own places and our own bank accounts. And so when we combined, we almost were kind of like looking out for number one. And so it got to the point where we were really, really unhappy and the fighting was insane, like screaming matches, calling each other names. Like I don't even recognize that couple anymore because our relationship is so incredibly different after going to therapy. Um, but that was one of the first things they taught us was about the emotional bank account. And so for those of you listening that may be struggling or feeling like, you know, some days are good in your relationship, but the other days, days are totally volatile. And like, you want to get divorced. I know what that feels like. And it's a really scary place and it's very unstable. And so I want you to know, like marriage therapy, I will sing its praises all day long. If you find a good therapist who's willing to teach you how to love each other and teach you how to build a new culture together and that the way you were raised isn't right or wrong and the way he was raised isn't right or wrong, but it's what you're creating together that you can find incredible happiness. So, okay, I'm off my soapbox. Um, He likes getting a lot of information before making the decision. Okay, so this is one of the things that used to drive me crazy about Nick was like, I would say wanted something and instead of being like, okay, let's make it happen. He'd be like, yeah, if you can like send me a report on it or, or give me some stats or like answer these questions, then we can think about it, make a decision. And I'm like, what? No, I'm not going to write you a report. Like I just want this thing. And so let's just do this thing that I want. And again, this was in our early years. And now I appreciate this so much because I think the reason he's so calm, the reason he's so good at leading and making decisions is because he gets a lot of information before he makes decisions. I am not this way at all. I'm very impulsive. I'm very um, driven and hardworking, but I just do things when I feel inspired, like, okay, let's just go. Like I get really excited and I don't usually stop to think like, well, what could go wrong or what are some other options? I just like go for it. And so we tend to balance each other out that way. And it's actually been a really good thing. 
He's also very inventive. Like there, I can't even think of a case where, okay, I can think of one case um, where something in our house breaks or something goes wrong and he doesn't figure out a way to fix it. Like vacuum cleaners, dishwashers, um, I don't know, clogged drains, like little, little things like our disposal going out. He's just super handy. And even like on the fly, he's like MacGyver. The one thing that I can think of where he's like, I'm going to call a repairman is our refrigerator broke. And it's like a smart refrigerator. And it was like making this weird, like buzzing noise. And he kind of took it apart and he realized he couldn't fix it. We called someone. It turned out that the circuit board had frozen over. And so anyway, he like knows his limits too. It's not like he's going to MacGyver us and then our fridge is going to explode because he didn't know what he was doing, you know, but I do love that he's inventive and that he's super, super talented with getting things fixed and getting things done. Part of that is he loves to get his hands dirty. Like the man loves to go camping, loves to go fishing. And I remember a few years ago, I got him a paddleboard for Christmas. It's like an inflatable paddleboard. So it doesn't take up that much space. And he would take it out onto Utah Lake and go bow fishing. So for those of you that don't know, that's where you take a bow and arrow and you shoot it into the water on an inflatable paddleboard. You guys have to remember like this guy's, the guy is really like, uh, manly and, and precise shooting yucky carp and then bringing them home and literally gutting them. And I had to tell him like, you can't gut fish on the side of our house. I'm so sorry, but he just loves that kind of stuff. And I, I had to laugh because he actually did get the fish and he actually did smoke it and we tried it. And so (laughs) I don't know. I love that about him, even though I was pretty mad that day. Um, he's also really adventurous. So he, just like I described, doesn't mind learning new things and getting uncomfortable trying things. Like he's the reason I'm scuba certified. And if you didn't know, yes, I have a dive card. Yes, I've logged like 13 dives. And yes, I have major diving claustrophobia where if he's not with me, I I am hyperventilating. I use my oxygen pretty much twice as quickly as he does because I'm in there like... So he's like, you need to just calm down. Like you're using all of your air, but it's something that like I do because I know he loves it. And then if he's with me, I know that I'm going to be okay. You know, like he'll punch a shark in the face for me or whatever. Um, He's also super dependable. If you need something done, Nick Curtis is the guy to have on your Rolodex, like speed dial, all the things he takes charge, takes command. Like he doesn't wait to do things. If he sees something that needs to be done, he just gets it done. And he is very sweet. I love, he's gotten better at this. Like he has a hard time sharing his like feelings and thoughts. Um, And he still does tell me sweet things like he thinks I'm beautiful and, you know, like it's nice, but I know it's uncomfortable for him because he kind of gets awkward. And one little memory I have is like he had gallstones a couple of years ago. And so he went into the emergency room and they removed two gallstones the size of like kumquats. So if you don't know what a kumquat is, it's like make a circle with your finger and pointer finger and thumb, maybe like half a circle. Anyway, like the size of a grape. That's that's a better, that's the size of a green grape. And he was in so much pain. They had him on all of these drugs. And when I walked in, he was like high as a kite. I never, ever had seen him like this. And I walk in with Jade. Jade was five years old at the time. And he's like, tells the nurses, he's like, oh, it's my beautiful wife. Isn't she gorgeous? And I was like, really? 
uncomfortable because I'm like, whoa, you, you, what? Like, you've never said that to me. He never says things like you are so gorgeous. He's just like, you look really pretty, babe. Or like, I love your outfit or like slap your bum kind of a thing. Not like, isn't she, it was just like the authenticity, like how genuine he was. And he just kept going on and on about how lucky he was and how he didn't deserve me. And I was so beautiful. And the nurses were like, yeah, she's really pretty. Congratulations. And it was awkward for me. I was like, whoa, if this is your inner monologue, like I'm so grateful for this moment. And I'll just take the other like uncomfortable stuff that you (laughs) you give me because it was so cute. And anyway, I love it so much. So, um, yeah, that happened. Okay. Moving swiftly on. So he's a saver and he's really good at saving money and not touching it. And he loves to have, you know, like a solid amount in the bank. That's just kind of like, we never touch this. This is our max like savings emergency fund. When we are in a pinch, then we touch it. Um, And I love that about him. He's not really a spender, but when he is, it's always because he's making a very informed decision. And he doesn't mind spending money either. So I don't know if that makes sense. Those are kind of two things. Like he's a saver and he's a spender, but he's not reckless. He loves finding a deal. So in Utah, there's this store called the NPS store. And I don't know if you'd call it like a scratch and dent mixed with a surplus mixed with like the dollar store. But they have everything there and they never have the same things in stock. And so randomly he'll come home with like cases of, I don't know, like what did he find last week? Airborne, like the little tablets that you drop into water that have all the vitamins. You know how like at Target, a tube of that stuff is like $10. Well, he came home with like six or seven double packs of Airborne. He's like, these were a dollar each. So I'm like, oh, you spent $7. And we literally have 14 tubes of Airborne. This is amazing. Like he just loves finding a deal. And again, he doesn't buy junk, but I think it's kind of, it's kind of fun that he doesn't mind hunting for deals. And he likes to do that for like date night. He's like, let's go check out the NPS store or let's go check out this. He doesn't like the DI or garage sailing. It's more like just, I don't know, just like random little things like that. Um, he also has a good relationship with God and he pursues a relationship with God. And I love that he is very spiritual and he's a spiritual leader of the house. He also has a strong relationship with the savior, Jesus Christ. And I, I really love that because I feel like he's more steadfast than I am. I have times in my life where I've questioned my faith and question, I don't know, not, not if God is real, like I've never had that, but just like if going to church is right for me or if I'm doing my best or if I'm a worthy enough person of all the blessings that I have. I don't know if that makes sense. Sometimes I feel very undeserving. Sometimes I feel resentful of church. Sometimes I feel not enough for church. I I'm like a big tangled mess when it comes to that. And so he keeps me grounded. And I think the thing I love about him is that he just doesn't judge like wherever I'm at. I've had times where I'm more steadfast and more on the path and like my walk with Christ is very strong and he treats me the same, whether I'm feeling very strong or whether I'm feeling very distant and far. And I never have to question like Nick's love for me. And I really appreciate that. Um, He doesn't swear. And it's actually kind of funny because when we started dating, I think he did. And I did not like at all. And I thought it was very horrible. Like swearing is the worst. And now he like really never swears ever. Um, And I kind of do. So I don't know. (laughs) 
<laughs> I have nothing to say. I probably swear like once a week or twice a week. Real swear words, not like dang it or darn it or heck, like real ones. And anyway, he doesn't. But it's funny because when we met, he totally did. And I got him to change and then I started taking up swearing. But he never tries to stop me or tells me that I shouldn't. He just doesn't. I don't know. He's good. He's just good. Um, again, he can fix anything. And along with being able to fix anything, he builds things for me. So for those of you that follow my blog, he has built the shed in our backyard, the chicken coop. He built our deck. He finished our basement and he builds things for my dance parties. I love that so much. He always supports my dreams. He is again, happy to do whatever I need, whatever I ask. For example, more recently, um, Erica, my business partner for Dirty Licious, and I decided that we needed some big letters that spelled the word dirty. And so him and her husband got together and they spent a whole Saturday building and sanding and finishing these massive letters that are about four feet tall by one, four feet tall, maybe three feet wide and one foot deep. So they're big letters. They're really big. They, they fill up the whole bed of a truck. Um, just because, just because we wanted. Um, he doesn't question my judgment. And I love this because if you've seen Frozen 2, one of the parts of the movie that really stood out to me is when Anna is calling these rock monsters, spoiler alert, if you haven't seen it, you should probably skip ahead a few seconds. But she's calling these rock monsters and she's saying, okay, I want you to come and chase me because I need you to break this dam because I need to make things right in the movie. That's what I'm going to say. Okay, so she's trying to make things right. These rock monsters are following her. She's about to get crushed and she's yelling for help. And Kristoff jumps on Sven, the reindeer, and comes to save her. And he scoops her up. And she's like, oh, my gosh. I need you to, like, oh, my gosh, thank you, you know, for saving me. And he says, what do you need? What do you need? And she says, I need you to take me to the dam. He doesn't say, like, um, you are reckless. You are crazy. Like, are you sure this is a good idea? He just says, like, what do you need? What can I do? And doesn't question her at all. He just like goes with it. And I feel like that's Nick and I a hundred percent where I know I'm a big dreamer and I know I can be a little crazy, but he just goes with it and he doesn't question my judgment. And along with that, he asked for my opinion. He's always asked for my opinion. And like, what do I think? He includes me in decisions and he includes me in his research when he wants things. He's also super passionate about our family and like planning for our goals and planning for our future. And planning for our retirement and all of those things that I honestly don't think about. Like a lot of my dreams are only possible because of his support financially for our family. And there's no way I'd be able to pursue the things I want to pursue if I had to also do the work of supporting our family. And so every day I'm so grateful for that. Um, he also stays calm in sticky situations. I mentioned this before. He's just really like I don't know, like there's been times in business where I've been in a bind or, or things didn't work out or people didn't pay, or I didn't know how I was going to make this thing happen. And he just like, he just takes care of me. And he just like, I don't know, like just gives me the grace to keep failing forward. And that's so necessary as an entrepreneur. Like you need a partner who embraces the struggle because once you figure it out, it is a beautiful thing. But when you're in the middle of figuring it out, sometimes you feel like a failure and sometimes you feel like you are not good enough and you're not smart enough. 
And I've definitely struggled with that. And so I love that he is just supportive. He's never once told me to give up. He's never once told me that I've made the one last mistake and he can't take it anymore. He just continues to support me through those failures and is the one that picks me back up as I go again and again and again. Um, back to stuff around the house. Like he doesn't mind changing diapers. Like he'll actually volunteer to change diapers, which I love about him. And he'll like even go to the store and buy diapers if we need them. Like he'll buy whatever. He'll buy tampons, you guys. Like he's a good guy. Some guys are like, oh no, 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 I can't, I can't possibly buy that. Like he doesn't care. He just does it. He is committed to our marriage. He's such a good husband. Um, he marvels at our children. He loves them so much and thinks that they're amazing, which is good because I feel like when I spend all day with them, sometimes I'm like, well, are they really though? We could leave all this, you and I, and just run away. Anyway, just kidding. Did I say that out loud? I really do love my kids and I am madly in love with Nick. And I think, I think it's important to have a good connection with your partner. Like I don't ever want to have the kind of marriage where the kids grow up and we're like, why are we still together? Like there's a part of me that's like, I can't wait to raise these kids and then we could be together, <laughs> you know? Um, okay. Back to Nick. So he's super realistic, but again, he supports my dreams. He surprises me with flowers and gifts and in his own little way, like again, the other day when he came home with all of those airborne, it was like, it was like a little gift, right? Cause he did something he loved, which is saving money. And I'm like, oh sweet. Like we were totally out of our airborne and now we have 14 tubes. Thank you. <laughs> but he does flowers and he's just, he's sweet. Um, he compliments me and he's very positive about whatever changes I'm trying to make whether it is, you know, I'm trying to be more consistent about getting ready or I'm trying to be more consistent about getting up on time or my health and fitness. And he's just very supportive. He's just like an all around good guy. He's super consistent with who he is. He's been the same since I met him. I think he's, he's better and more patient. And like I said, our first year of marriage was pretty rocky. And since we've gone to therapy, he's so consistent with just being supportive and sending me um, sweet messages of support and checking in to see how my day is and like actually listening and saying like, how is your day? Um, and like treating me the same at home as he does outside, you know, like we don't have one of those relationships where, um, out and about in front of people, he's like flaunting. And then I come home and it's like, I don't know who you are. Like, he's just the same. He's super consistent. He doesn't mind clearing the table or doing dishes or doing chores, although he won't do them usually if I don't ask, like if he's watching the kids and I'm off working or speaking at a conference or whatever, I am not going to be surprised if I come home and the house is a mess. Cause he's like so happy that the kids are fed and everyone's happy. Like he feels like that's a win. If I say, Hey, I need you guys to vacuum the floors, sweep and get all the crumbs off the floor and do the dishes, then he'll do them. But he doesn't really think to do that on his own. And that's something that again, I could sit and be nitpicky about that but I'm not going to be because of all the other amazing qualities. And again, hashtag marriage therapy, you realize like you're going to choose your battles. And for me, I don't mind that he wants to watch the kids and be happy and be an involved dad instead of being like, here, watch TV. And then he's going to go run off. Like he'll, he plays with them. He engages them. That that's more than I can say. You guys, like I have a lot of days where I'm like, okay, we're very routine. We're up. We are feeding, we're, we're cleaning, we're unloading dishes, we're doing chores. Okay, Jade, do your homework, do this, do this. You know, I'm not really like playing with my kids. Like he does that. He reads to them. He, he's the one that is so like immersed in like being present with them. And I feel like I can learn a lot about them, not just like doing the boring mom stuff, but being involved and enjoying the involvement, if that makes sense. 
So he's also really gracious and thankful. Like at the end of most meals, I'm pretty sure almost every meal, he always says, thank you for making this, even if it's terrible, which I'm not going to toot my own horn, maybe kind of toot my own horn. I did go to culinary school, so I know I make good meals, but there are times where I've like really bopped a recipe. Like one time I bought the wrong cut of meat for pot roast and it literally was as tough as a like I don't know, leather belt. It was so bad. The flavor was good. And that's what he said. He's like, well, the flavor is good. And I'm just like, wow, you are committed. You are so committed to being kind and gracious in our marriage, but it was so bad. Um, just so you know, I made a pot roast last night and it was fall off the bone, like juicy, tender, amazing. So it was totally a fluke. But even in the leather belt pot roast situation, he was saying like, yeah, if you suck out the juice, it has good flavor. Oh yeah. He's He's very kind to me. He has simple tastes. Like the man doesn't need very much to make him happy. Um, one of the things I love about him is he's just very content and non-judgmental. And there have been times where I've had really bad postpartum depression and I literally didn't shower or brush my teeth or clean the house or do a single dish for five days in a row. And that's disgusting. And I realized that, that that's not normal. Um, and he would come home from work and he would just say like, what can I grab for dinner? What can I make? Or what can I do? And I would just say like, the house is a mess and I'm disgusting. And like, why, you know, why are you even putting up with me? Like, are you going to say something? He's like, no, you're probably just doing the best you can. And that's what he said. And that's always how he's treated me. Um, I've, I've never once, uh, had him tell me that he was frustrated with our house being messy and he was, can't live like this. And this is a pigsty. Like he just is so patient that way. And I think that's because of his simple nature of like, he's just happy to be home. He's happy to be around it, around his family. And like, he doesn't really ask for much. And I love that about him so much. Um, because of that, because of the way he treats me, you guys, I'm so attracted to him and it's like hard to not talk about him this way and not want to cry in gratitude and feeling so undeserving because I had no idea how lucky and smart I was being when I chose to marry him. Honestly, like there's just sometimes when I think you, you think you're doing well and then you're like, man, I hit the freaking jackpot with this guy and I feel bad because I'm just getting older and uglier and more crotchety. And you know, like I just want to try my best to just be a fragment of as gracious and kind to him as he's been to me. So I'm, yeah, I'm happy to just oh, gush and dote on him all day long because he really is the most amazing person I've ever met. And I, my, this, this love and this gratitude and this relationship we have is so much deeper than anything I've ever experienced. And I'm just grateful. I'm so grateful. Um, he has the best smile, you guys. And he, he just, he just like, he just knows me. I don't know if that makes sense. Like he's literally the only person that knows everything about me. I've never had to lie to him ever. And there's been times where I went to the store and I spent too much money and I was like, yeah, I've got this. And then I'm like, okay, I've lied. Like I actually bought all this too. He's like, babe, I don't, he's like, you don't have to lie. Like, just tell me like if, if you want to do something, if you thought that was a good choice, like I trust your judgment. And then it makes me feel terrible. I'm like, <laughs> but he just knows me. Like, I love that he knows me so well. And like my biggest love language is knowing that he's in my corner, that he's team Chelsea. Like life is hard. Relationships are hard. 
And there's going to be times where you have to make those hard choices or you make a mistake or you just don't feel understood. And at the end of the day, like he understands me. And if nothing else, like to know that I have my person um, and that he's choosing me despite all of that. It really is the best part of the relationship that I never, ever expected or anticipated because I've had other relationships and it's like very fair weather. If I'm being nice, if all the stars align, then they're nice, you know? And in the beginning of our marriage, it wasn't that way. It's like if one of us was offended, we would get so defensive of ourselves and say, well, you never understood me here. You didn't understand that there. And we would just fight, fight, fight. And now I can't even tell you the last time we fought. It's been years. It's been so long because when we talk about things, we come at it from a place of understanding. And so he knows me. He chooses me every day and he seeks to understand me. He also, again, is happy to kill bugs or like help me fight my battles or come up with solutions. He helps with tackling laundry. Um, He loves me as I'm getting older. Like he still tells me I'm beautiful, which again, I know this is relative and I'm going to listen to this in another 20 years and be like, wow, if you only knew, Chelsea, if you only knew. I'm 33. Um, But again, I'm not how I looked when we first got married. I have more stretch marks. I have gray hair. I have other things that I, you know, like I, I try my best to take care of myself. And I just appreciate that he's not comparing me to the 23 year old me when we got married, you know, like he wants to, I don't know, just grow old with me. And he's okay with that. And he values me as a wife and a mother and he values my dreams as well. He is constantly encouraging our kids. He reads to our kids. He's silly with them. He is just the epitome of a good man. Like, and he gives me hope that they still exist. Cause I feel like when I was dating, I just didn't feel like that. And I'm like, Oh, the good ones are taken, but they're, they're not, there's still good ones out there. You just have to be, you just have to be very aware of what you want and don't ignore the red flags. Don't ignore those red flags. I think a lot of times in relationships with my friends that have gotten divorced, they always say like, you know, hindsight, this really bothered me or hindsight. I knew that this way that he acted was wrong, but I thought I could change him. And there's nothing like that with Nick. Like he's just continued to surprise me. There were really never any red flags. He's just a good guy. Um, he doesn't, he doesn't like look at other women or comment on other women. And I really like that about him. If I say like, oh, this actress is pretty or this person's pretty, he'll be like, yeah, she is. But it's not like he's bringing that to my attention. Like, oh, have you ever thought to cut your hair like this or do your makeup like that? Or he just is like very okay with me and how I look and whether I've gained weight or lost weight or whatever. He doesn't really make like a big deal about it. And I really appreciate that because it makes me feel like either way, he's just grateful and he loves me. I also love that Nick makes healthy choices. Like he doesn't drink. He doesn't do drugs. He's not like out partying with his friends. Like he gets what's important in life. And we are on the same page about that. And he would literally do anything. He would lay down his life for us. And I love that. I love that so much. He completely, again, puts up with me and my mood swings. And I think at the end of the day, the reason he's not out doing tons of guys trips, I mean, like once a year, he'll go on like a weekend camp out with some of his guy friends for like two days, like literally a Saturday, Sunday, or like a Friday, Saturday. Um, But really, like I'm the one setting up the friend dates or the double dates. And luckily, I'm really good about choosing couple friends that we both like. 
But it's one of those things that like, I'm really grateful that he just wants to be home. Like he's kind of a homebody and he's like somebody that I just trust and he's become my very best friend. And he's honest, like he's not pompous. He doesn't try to show off. He's not scatterbrained. He's just like a great provider. And I know that with him, I'm never going to go hungry and that he's prepared to like take on whatever life throws at us. And he's, he's just like, I don't know. I feel like I'm just gushing and gushing and gushing. I'm on 87, you guys. But I also feel like I can't not when I just love him and respect him so much. So I'm going to finish up these last few here and uh, I'll cut you loose and you don't have to finish this episode. But if you think it's sweet that I'm gushing on the man of my dreams and you can keep listening. So he's always on time. Like he hates being late for church. He's constantly like, hey, we have 15 minutes. Like let's get in the car and save ourselves a pew. And I kind of love that. I'm actually always, I'm not always, okay. Most often I'm on time, but church is one of the things that I have no problem being late for. But I have a feeling that that has to do with my relationship with church and not necessarily that it's like being later on time, if that makes sense. I don't know if that makes sense, but he's always on time and he wants to be on time for church. And I love that. He's happy to do all the work behind the scenes. Most of the people that watch my blog, watch uh, watch my blog, read my blog, or see what I'm up to, or see some of the cool stuff at my events, they give me the credit. They're like, wow, Chelsea, great job, great job, great job. And he doesn't ever expect recognition. He's just happy to do all of that behind the scenes stuff. And he just has a good heart and he's honorable and like he wants to do the right thing. And he makes me laugh. This is something that a lot of people don't know about Nick, but he's really funny. And part of his comedy and like humor is that he's a quiet, (laughs) funny, like he just like makes jokes or says like little inappropriate things, like whispers them in my ear. And I don't know. I just, I love that. That's like my thing that I have. If you know him well, then you know, he's funny. But if you don't know him very, very well, you would think he's more quiet and reserved. So that's like my little thing that I love. He has no problem taking out the garbage or going to feed our chickens and collecting eggs, which are usually gross. For those of you that don't know, it's not like you go out there and open up the chicken coop and you're like, oh, I'll just get these perfectly clean eggs that I'll just put in here. They're nasty. Like they're gross. They're covered in all kinds of yuck. And he'll come in and he'll put them in a bowl and he'll scrub them and then put them in the fridge. Like he's just, he's just so good. He's so good. He is, again, hardworking. He's smart. He's a man of his word. He's respected at work. I think he's respected in a lot of his relationships, like even with his parents. I really admire that. I admire how much he has a good relationship with his parents because I, I, I want that with my kids. And I want to have the type of relationship where after I'm done parenting them, that they want to come back to me as a mentor or a friend. Because at that point, like once they're on their own, I can't really parent them anymore. I can't really say like, Oh, by the way, you know, I think you should do this. You're just, you're kind of like done. Like you had your 18 years and then gosh, I hope you made good decisions. And so I really love that so much that I know that his parents respect him and that they are proud of him. I think that's so important. Um, And he respects them as well. He always considers our family when he needs to make decisions. I think that's for sure something that comes from his parents. He is a man of his word. If he says he's going to do something, he does it. He is a good companion. And this is the last one, number 100. He desires to be the best husband and father that he can be. And I think at the end of the day, Like that's all that any of us could ask for, right? Is like, 
Are you trying your best? Are you doing what you say you're going to do? And I, I have nothing but love and admiration for anybody that is putting in their life's time and work to serve their family. I think that's so admirable and so beautiful. And so I hope as we're wrapping up this Valentine's Day weekend slash President's Day holiday that this is inspiring you to tell your spouse that you love them so much and tell them what you're grateful for. I think it's important that we recognize those things in each other because it really does strengthen our relationship. And right now I am like beaming and on the verge of tears because I'm like, gosh, I'm so lucky. So on that note, I hope you enjoyed this very unconventional episode and that you show some love to your family and friends and spouse this day. And I'll catch you guys in the next episode.